Have you ever dreamed of being able to make more money, live a better life, and have the financial freedom that's rightfully yours? Well now is your chance. With an engaging perspective and tone, your host Ryan Dement will guide you through your journey to financial freedom one step at a time. Let's get to it. Here is your host Ryan Dement. Hey guys, Ryan Dement. I hope you guys are having a great day. This week on Chasing Financial Freedom podcast, I wanted to keep it simple. It's Thanksgiving week and I did not want to bring a guest on. I wanted to talk a little bit about life, being thankful, tying into Thanksgiving and leaving you guys just with a a, a short episode. But first and foremost, uh, depending on when you watch or listen, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you had a great time with friends and family and you were able to disconnect and enjoy the loved ones around you. Life is very precious. We only get one shot at it. Um, and the last several weeks, I've been challenged on that. And I wanted to do something a little bit different with the podcast. Even though I talk from the heart, this is even be a little bit more uh, deeper from the heart. I don't know if that's correct English or not. But, you know, we have to start being open and thankful to the things we have already before we can actually receive new things. We seem to be in an urgent, how should I say this? We, we seem to be impatient when it comes to obtaining the goals or things that we want in life. And we decide that we forget about the things that we're thankful for. And for me, the things that I'm thankful for are my family, their well-being and their health a roof over their heads, food on the table, clothes on their back, and they can pay their bills. Everything else is bonus. And I've always believed that. I believe it to this day. But the biggest thing that I don't talk about is happiness, their happiness, not just mine, theirs. And happiness means a a lot of different things to you and to everybody else. But at the end of the day of all this, Are you truly living the life that you want to live or somebody else is wanting to live? That's what happiness boils down to. And, you know, I put out on social media about change and and going after your passion and people don't think they can do that. But until you actually sit down, put pen to paper or however you want to do that, how do you know you can or can't do it until you actually start trying And people really think that when you fail, that's the end. It's not. It's the beginning. That old adage is out there that if you're not trying, you're not learning, and you're not changing. It's just so easy for us today with technology, and I'm not bashing technology, but it has become a crutch for us to where we think we're going to be able to put out a TikTok video And it's going to go viral on us and we're going to be millionaires with one video. It doesn't work that way. I mean, life doesn't work that way. TikTok can't change the way things happen in life. You still have to grind it out and and do the work. I think the thing that we're really missing during this time of the year, like I said earlier, is being thankful for the things that we have, our health, our well-being our families, people that we love, our friends. But in the end, 
we get one shot at life. And when that last day comes, how many people are going to show up to a funeral and say, Hey, you did such an awesome job and impacted the world and, and changed the way we did things. Probably not many. And I'm not expecting, you know, 5 million people to show up to mine, but I want to at least le- leave a lasting impression on what I'm doing. And for the last eight plus years has been a struggle for me entrepreneur wise. As you guys know, my backstory is two failed businesses, hundred thousand dollars in debt. It, it practically broke me, but I kept going because I had the ability to go back to corporate America, work a good job, pay off my bills, but I was able to recoup uh, my entrepreneurial spirit and move forward. But I think I'm at a part of my life now today, if you ask me if the struggle was still real, it is because there's always a day that doesn't go by that there's some type of struggle as an entrepreneur whether it's making sure you got enough money in the bank, paying your employees, uh, building your business even bigger and stronger. That means scaling, which is that buzzword out there, which I hate. Um, There's always something that you're going after. It's never perfect. If entrepreneurship was so easy, everybody would be doing it. And everybody thinks it's so easy. And when you really peel back the layer of the onion, you don't really see how much work goes into running a business on your own and trying to figure stuff out. And that's why I failed twice. I thought I had the tools and the knowledge to be successful as an entrepreneur, and I didn't. And I learned a lot along the way. But the one thing that really resonated, and that's why I'm thinking about all this as we as I'm talking to you guys about this on this podcast is I wasn't thankful for the things that I had. I was always chasing the dollar. I was always chasing something bigger. And until I realized that nothing really changed my life, I was really stuck in a position, as I say, stuck in the past. I always wanted it you know, to be better than the past or I wanted the past to be present. And those, those times shouldn't control you. They should shape you. You should learn from them and be able to grow as a person, husband, father, brother, sister, boyfriend, girlfriend, uncle, aunt, entrepreneur, small business owner, whatever you're trying to accomplish or all the above. It truly needs to engage and and really resonate with you. And that that never did for me. I really struggled with that part of my life. And today I still struggle because it's like I have struggles on a daily basis. Like this week, you know, we got news that we got funded, you know, for 75% of our project on Bayard Park. Yay. I, I, you know, celebrated that. Well, guess what? I can't get the money until January. So I've got 45 days that I have to wait for that money when I was, under the impression that I was going to be able to get the money within two to three weeks, which I, that's how I booked everything out. So now I've got to go back to the drawing scale or the drawing board, excuse me, and figure it all out. And it sucks because everything kind of stops. We're not going to really do anything in December. And I really wanted to start this in December so we could get a head start on 2023. We know the housing market is rough, but we have some options out there that will really work for, First time home buyers, 
people that are that are living at 80% AMI, which is area median income, those are the customers we serve. There's options out there for those individuals to buy a home that'll be even more affordable than renting. But that kind of went up in smoke. So now I'm I'm working on, you know, plan B and going through that process. And I've had to sit back and think about that journey. I'm thankful that we got funded. I'm thankful that I went through the process. I just am not thankful for the delay in 45 days. And I'm, I'm wondering why is the universe, God, whatever you want to say, telling me in 45 days, something even better is coming along. Possibly. I don't know, but I took it as frustration and I had a, you know, my pity party. And then I had to move on. Because if I, I stayed in that past tense, I wouldn't be able to accomplish anything that I need to do going forward, like shooting this video for the podcast, being able to bring other guests on, putting out social media, marketing to uh, our self-directed IRA investors, or connecting with other real estate investors, and spending time with my mentors. I've got to be in the present and being thankful for what I have. You know, in a, in a very short period of time may not seem like a lot, but I've raised almost $600,000. And when I say raise, I mean, went out and raised money, you know, for this development. Can I do more? Yes. And I'm working on doing more. My goal is to raise another 750000 from private investors and that's what I'm working on. But it's a struggle for me. It's a struggle to get out there and have those conversations with potential investors because it feels like a personal attack when they say no. And with interest rates where they're at today, a lot of investors are on the G train, the greed train. They want it. They want 15, 20% return on their money. It's like, are you crazy? I mean, just because interest rates are higher doesn't mean you, you get to double and triple them. I, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, seven to 10% return on your money in a, a safe environment of real estate. I don't know. I mean, that to me is, is one disappointing and two, um, it hurts. And the thankful piece in all this, I'm able to talk to people. I'm thankful to that. I'm not afraid to talk to them. I just handle the rejection differently. But as I work with my mentor and discuss those things, it's a journey that is not about me. It's about the potential investor. If they choose not to take that journey, that's shame on them. It's, it's not, it's not me because at the end of the day, um, they're going to miss out on an opportunity because they're going to be able to help a family move into a home, be able to have home ownership when they thought it was impossible. They're going to be able to connect with that family and go out and show their friends that, Hey, look what I did. I helped this family buy a home. And I also gave them the financial tools to succeed and then somewhere down the road, they could turn that home into an investment or maybe turn it into a rental. Whatever the case is, you're, you're making a larger impact on the world other than yourself and, and other than money. 
And when investors don't see that today, I just, I, I just tune out and, and just thank them for their time. But it also makes me feel sad inside because it's another no. But then on the other hand, it's, it's also closer to a yes. And I, and I have to look at that and I struggle with that. But the thankful piece of it is I'm able to still talk to people before I, I, I took rejection in this space. No, um, pretty badly. You'd think I do pretty well at this because I grew up in the collection industry. I, I did door to door collections. I was on the phones. Uh, I managed teams. I managed call centers. I got told no all the time. It, it just, for some reason, this is personal for me because it's my passion and they're rejecting my passion. It's, it's hard to be able to say that I don't take it personally because I do, but now I'm able to compartmentalize that. No. And just say, great. I'm going to, I'm going to move on to the next person. And guess what I do? I leave them my tickler file. I put them on my email list and I keep emailing them until they say no. At some point, some of these people will actually learn that they missed out on a great opportunity, especially when they're making such a huge impact on families. And it's, it's difficult for me to even talk about this one, but two, to share it with, you know, the world. And the thankful piece again in all this is one, I get to talk to people, but two, I get to grow as a person. And it's not about marketing. It's not about sales. It's not about business. It's about being a person to where I'm learning to connect better with these individuals, vetting them out on the front end and being able to discern the individuals that I really want to work with and being more selective. Because when you have that, that urgency that you need to get it done today, people on the other side feel that. So you have to come into every conversation, uh, as I say, a cool cat and just have the conversation and move forward and see where it takes you. But don't leave anything on the table. Have a conversation, be honest about it, give them the time, you know, to make a decision. And if they can't make a decision, this is the other problem. You have to walk away from that too. I've had uh, some investors in the past that, I've cultivated for six months and I just let them keep on going, keep on going. And I, I finally have to say, forget it. I can't keep on going down this rabbit hole. You know, you talk a good game, but you can't pull the trigger. It's very simple. It, our model is very straightforward. You invest in a house, you become a, the bank. So everything goes through a title company. We record a lien against the property, which is a mortgage. You own the pro you, you actually more, excuse me. We own the property. You have a mortgage against it. So God forbid, if something does happen, we'll sign it over to you, call it a day. And now you've got a property uh, and you get to do what you want to do with it. And at the end of the day, when it gets sold, we pay you off your principal plus interest. Boom. But the, the, the journey in all this is you as the investor get to know that family that's in, in that house. That's why we do specifically straightforward investments where we don't pool our money. 
we want those investors to know that family that's moving in there, knowing that there's a face behind the money that's making this happen, that we're all human beings and we all need to connect with one another and see each other's journeys. It's worked very well and I'm going to continue to do it. I just want to do it on a bigger scale, on a bigger platform. That's why I'm sharing this with you guys is because I'm thankful for what I have and what I've done. And now it's time to level up my game and really go after the bigger goals in life that I want to go after and, and know that it doesn't change where I came from, what I've learned, but it allows me to impact more because through this process, we've been able to establish a nonprofit true community and that nonprofit will soon start getting grants to where we can do financial literacy coaching for individuals free of charge. So now we get to pass along learnings to others free of charge that are ready to put the work and time in to their financial future. That's huge. That's impactful. That's bigger than me. And that's what I'm thankful for being able to impact more than just the little sphere that I'm in. But I'm also thankful for the sphere that I'm in, if that makes sense. My family, my friends, my loved ones, my dogs, my girlfriend, her family, all those things I'm thankful for. And once I became knowledgeable, but also aware of the things that I needed to be thankful for, my life started changing. So I leave with you. I leave with you guys today is this. Think, think about what you want to be thankful for, what you are thankful for. Health, well-being, family, friends, whatever. Make that your mantra every single day and see how that changes your life. Because now you're not just impacting a small sphere. You're going to start growing that sphere and you're going to attract more people in that will actually help you impact more. And you'll now be going after your passion, whatever that is. All right, guys. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. And if it's after Thanksgiving, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. You got your belly full. I will be with a guest next week, so I hope you guys have a good one. I'll talk to you guys then.